heavy blow to the skull. This is not a test. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Desperate movies and a television podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joe, today we have Caveman. No, we don't. Okay, who are you this week? I am Inigo Montoya, and you killed my father. Prepare to die. That's going to be for this week. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> a Princess Bride reco- uh, reference. That's what got me fired from Death Door Prods. No, a bad Princess Bride reference. Yeah, dude, I seriously, though, my insomnia tried to rear its ugly head. And I spent the past week resetting my sleep cycle, so I am still groggy as fuck from a sleeping pill. Because I right. try to avoid taking them. Yeah, that seems like the perfect time to talk about movies. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I actually have to think. Yeah, we just we just regurgitate what happened and then go, and it's again. Support us on Patreon. Please? <laughs> That let's fl- fap is still a thing. <laughs> oh man, I haven't added it to it yet, so it's not a thing yet. It's a thing. You're a Just... thing. <laughs> yes, I am. Anyway, uh, uh, it's a great start to show. Anyway, uh, so I only have a thing to talk about this week. Single thing because I'm cool like that. My social life has been so fucking... I don't even know how to finish that joke. But anyway, I saw Shazam! I am going to go see that, like, next week. Yeah, so. Bird, Yeah, I talked about it with Birdie last night on the comics podcast, and he was like, yeah, I need to drag Caveman to this now. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't... I wasn't going to go this week because I went through hell last weekend and I needed a week to recover. And I still haven't. I've, I, I strained my wrists, and it still hasn't recovered. So <laughs> that's fun. <sighs> well, then what better way to relax and reset than by watching a joyous movie? And a really fucking good movie, too. I wanted to relax and reset by spending time with my wife, and I can't make her go to movies. Sure you can. Like, seriously. She, she, like, every time I'm like, let's go see a movie, she's like, eh. Sure you can't say, hey, let's go out and do some fucking adult shit or whatever. Then just fucking do, like, the dog thing and drive to the movie theater. We actually did some adult shit recently, so I might be able to bribe her with, hey, we just did a thing you wanted to do. It's like, hey, sweetie, you want to go file our taxes? And she's like, yeah, let's go. It's like, wait a minute, this isn't the H&R Block, this is the movie theater. You fucker. We already, we already filed our taxes. That's how adulting we are. Yeah, I did my taxes too, man. I got a refund. Oh, yeah. I got a dragon dagger. That's what I did with my refund. I bought a dragon dagger. I'm going to go to a Magic the Gathering pre-release and buy food. Suck it, nerd. You're so good at adulting. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. uh, So, Shazam. uh, For those who don't know, this is the second Captain Marvel movie to be released in a couple months. (laughs) Oh, you're going to fuck up people who don't actually understand what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. Dead man lied to me. Ah, uh, but yeah, I uh, fuck. God damn it! This movie is so fucking good. Just it is. 
it is the best superhero movie Warner Brothers has made since The Dark Knight. That is high praise. And it is it is so goddamn good. And it's a movie that isn't really it's a type of movie that isn't really made anymore. Like the old school child adventure movie. Cause it, it does have like the superhero stuff of like, hey, we got this villain who's like this big evil plan or whatever. But the plan of it isn't like some big scale fucking thing. It is a lot more personal and directed at our hero. And it deals a lot more with like these this fucking kid trying to accept family shit. And it has the like it has like the old school style uh, adventure stuff like uh, a lot of people compare it to the Goonies, which in terms of tone, yes, it is very similar. Just not in terms of like actual story and like con- and like you know uh what is it uh execution mhm i was actually when you were talking about child adventure i was like so like the goonies yeah exactly like it like it is that old school style of thing it's the old school style of child adventure where it's not afraid to show children a dead body awesome so it's like stand by me kind of actually uh, it is for those of you who don't know. The entire point of Stand by Me was those idiot kids all wanted to go see a dead body. Yeah, like this movie opens up with a car crash where we then see the dad having been thrown out of the car as he is gasping for breath while slowly dying. Shit! And then later on, we see that same dad get not on screen, but you know, very much implied, torn to shit by a demon. shit yeah yeah it's cool uh yeah um so i guess for those who don't know shazam uh zachary levi zachary levi uh stars in it uh directed by david f sandberg who's done a bunch of old horror shit if you want to learn about the history uh, dead man's either going to talk about it right now or you can go watch the comics listen to the comics podcast for that i'm sure they went into detail yeah uh brief overview uh billy batson young boy uh, gets fucking summoned by a wizard and given the powers of an, of ancient fucking deities and heroes to go now, out and be magic he's, shit. He's, he's chosen because he's pure of heart, and literally this power would corrupt anyone who wasn't pure of heart. Eh, not so much in like, the movie. Yeah, but in the original comics. Yeah, in the, in the original like, story. This, but This isn't just some shitbag wizard like, I choose a random child. Like, no, he hey, chose a... Hey, young boy, a, come over here. You want to see what's in my pocket? It's magic powers. Eh. <laughs> I'm a wizard. Fuck you. No, I don't want to fuck you, God. What is wrong with this generation? Yeah, you fucking kids with your Snapchats and your fucking whatever. Eh. I'm gonna go over here and read a book like a real person. Pulls out Mein Kampf. <laughs> what he's got some good points I like the pictures anyway uh, yeah so this pulls more from the new 52 version of uh, the character which that's a whole other thing but in the new 52 they updated the character a bit and made him a prick yay new 52 Billy Batson sucks ass he is terrible great but then, since then, they have course corrected a bit and made him closer to his old school counterpart without him being, oh, golly gee, Williker, sir, we're gonna go, we gotta go do Captain Marvel stuff. He still feels, he, st- he feels like a, he still feels like a modern kid, just a not terrible modern kid. 
And it is a similar kind of thing in the movie. Uh, Billy in the movie, he is a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a prick, a bit jaded and stuff. But that comes from just having lost his mom when he was four, spent fucking the past decade trying to find her, and then being bounced around from foster home to foster home. Like when, when given the opportunity to do good, he will still try. Like you see it in the trailer, uh, when one of his foster siblings get, starts getting fucking beat on, he, as he is leaving, he then turns around and stands up for him, which is actually the event that leads him into meeting the wizard. Yeah, and then from there he gets the fucking powers and starts doing fucking superhero stuff. Uh, the superhero stuff, all this, it all, it the superhero stuff is very light in this. Like I said, there's essentially one villain, and anything before that villain shows up is largely stuff that's kind of caused by him. Like, like a bus going flying off of a bridge. Yes, exactly. That was uh, in every trailer. Yes, uh, in that yeah, in that actual scene, uh, he is busking on the street, uh, playing, uh, playing like a old school rock songs, and like shooting lightning out of his hands in tune with it. That is awesome. Yeah, I think it actually is Eye of the Tiger because, you know, they're in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, hands, lightning from my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting lightning into the sky and has like a little, like, fucking hat out there for people to, like, throw fucking, like, change into. But then that blows up, then it hits the bus. It's such a waste of superpowers. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it makes total fucking sense for a 14-year-old kid to do. It's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Go out, look for crimes and fight them? That seems like a lot. I know. I'll just fucking stand on the fucking rocky steps and fire lightning out of my dick and hope people pay me. That seems like something that the average noble 14-year-old would do. (laughs) Me at 14. Hey, there's an armored car. (laughs) All right, I'm set for life. (laughs) Yeah, no, he has a... Freddy, uh, his foster brother that we see in the trailers and stuff he is very much pushing the you need to be a superhero dude and it's it's still a weird thing to think that this exists in the same world as like fucking man of steel and bvs <laughs> because it ostensibly still does and doesn't it would also take place in the same world as titans wouldn't it no titans is a different world okay yeah, just just, tr- I, just I want to pile all the garbage into one group. No, I, I, trust me, I know. But no, Titans is the same universe as Doom Patrol, which they have been pushing. So I have not seen one. I've seen one total ad for Titans. I've seen no ads for the Young Justice season three. Today alone, I have seen three ads. And it's two different ads that I've seen for fucking um, Doom Patrol. Like they, they, they know which one's good. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they were like, all right, let's make Titans. What have we done? Why do the fans all hate us? Okay, yeah, let's fucking dump out that Doom Patrol thing. Wait, what? What? Why are our numbers surging? What the shit is happening? Ugh. Anyway, yeah, well, we so, obviously know nothing about what people want. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with Command Max Shazam, um, they 
it's it's like I said, it's weird see, seeing the set in the same universe as that kind of thing because as much as people have tried to tell me that oh yeah, DC course corrected, Superman's a good guy now. I am still on the I'm still on the Man of Steel BVS fucking vision of Superman where Superman seems to not really want to do any of the Superman stuff and just is doing it out of obligation. Like that like that scene in fucking uh BBS where like there's the flooding and then Superman comes down to help these people. Yeah. And he it, just looks like he doesn't care. Yeah, he does not give a fuck. He is burdened by all this. Whereas in whereas if that was actually Superman, he'd fucking fly down with a goddamn like couch with fucking food and it's like, hey, it's like, hi civilians, I'm here to get you out of here. Is everyone doing okay? Here, get in here, get warm, I'll get you somewhere safe, and then fucking fly off as triumphant fucking trumpets play in the distance. It wouldn't be some fucking dour thing as this being descends from on high is like fucking the masses reach up in I, hope of I, touching I will say greatness. This. I will say this. If Shazam is as good as people are saying it is, I might actually forgive DC. But I still have a massive hate boner for them from Man of Steel when his fucking dad holds up a hand and just says, let me die. Yeah, no, to no, the tornado. Me. I'm good. The tornado takes its rice. <laughs> this is Kansas, son. You know the rules. Like, I can't stand that scene. I I think I raged on it for a good like ten minutes the last time I talked about it. <laughs> because it's so fucking stupid. The entire movie's stupid, dude. Also, how does the entire town of Smallville not know he has superpowers? Because they're all drinking paint. Movie's I'm, just so dumb. I mean, they fucking. I'm pretty sure their only restaurant in town is the IHOP, dude. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, this movie is not dumb like, like those other movies are. Like, this movie, it understands what it is making. It understands how seriously it's supposed to take itself. It also understands how to fucking poke fun at other stuff within its own universe. Like, uh, there's a bit in the trailer... That's been going around. It's like, what are your powers? Like, superpowers, dude, I don't even know how to pee in this thing. <laughs> that comes back. That gets really? paid off in a later joke. Okay. I yeah, agree. where where like where like as they're going around testing out his like p- fucking powers and shit, what he can do, he drinks a bunch of fucking like Dr. Pepper or whatever, and is like and it's like, oh I gotta pee. Runs to the bathroom, it's like, wait, how do I oh, Shazam! And then pisses. As a dude runs out of the bathroom as it's now just billowing smoke out of it because a lightning struck ha- lightning strike happened in it. That's great. Oh, that's awful. I love it. Yeah, and they also and they like do the same kind of thing with a uh, like the like, like convenience store scene. The convenience store scene is again in all the trailers where they go and it's like, I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer. Then they then they go outside, drink it, immediately spit it back up because it tastes like shit. Then it sees then it cuts to them coming out of the beginning store again, this time carrying just a bunch of junk food. Which is fucking good, man. It's just fucking they that un- is, they know uh, like, what they are making. They know the lane they are in and are happy to be in it. And I fucking really appreciate that about this movie. Like the best part about that convenience store thing is that is actually what happened the first time I tried beer. <laughs> and why to this day I still don't drink beer. <laughs> like, like me and a friend of mine, we like he had just turned twenty one, and he was like, "Hey, come on, let's go get uh, legally drunk." And I'm like, "I've been drinking for years." And he's like, "Yeah, but we can buy beer." And I'm like, "Beer? I've never had beer before." Because 
what I got drunk on was actual liquor. Like, I would go, like, from 18 onwards, I would go out with my drinking buddies, who were all proper adults at this point. <laughs> Very irresponsible people. And they'd be like, eh, let's get cavemen a, a drink. What do you want? Uh, I guess something with Coke in it? Alright, let's get him a rum and Coke. Which is one of the reasons why, to this day, rum and Coke is still my favorite alcoholic beverage. <laughs> but they, they literally, like, I had never had beer. Ever. Yeah. Ne- never once in my life. I'd had I'd had rum, I'd had vodka, I'd had jello shots with vodka in them, I'd had whiskey, I'd had scotch, I'd even had sake. And I'd had like um uh the fruit flavored Smirnoff ices, but I'd never had beer. So he goes in and was like, I just turned twenty one like shit eating grin, yeah. buys the uh, case of beer. And, like, I told him, buy a six-pack in case we don't like it. He comes out with, like, a 24-pack. Of course he fucking does. And I'm like, you're an idiot, because if we don't like this, you have to drink this. <laughs> He's like, we're going to love it. It's beer. Everyone loves beer. We drank it, and immediately both of us spat it up. And I looked him dead in the eyes, and I was like, drink it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves beer, huh? And I then proceeded to buy soda and shit. <laughs> yeah, and, uh... Yeah, so I also feel like I should talk about the villain a bit, because unlike a good chunk of other fucking stories like this, the villain actually has, like, understandable motivations and really good character and pathos. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, he's played by Mark Strong, who Mark Strong is just a terrific actor, and I fucking love him. I was worried they were going to use Black Adam for the first villain. Oh, no, no, they they went Dr. Savannah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's still more. It's still more of the. Uh, it, it's the new Fifty Two Doctor Savannah though, because like old school Doctor Savannah, they can't really do anymore because old school Doctor Savannah is the prototypical evil mad scientist. Mm-hmm. So if they did that, it would just be, just be like, all right, so yeah, we got this. We got this like new updated version of Billy Batson with like this, you know, this new backstory and all this other shit. And then over here, we have a fucking tiny mole man with glasses chuckling maniacally over his fucking weird robots. So, how did the new Fifty Two update Doctor Savannah? Uh, more magic focused. Where Doctor Savannah is a is someone who actually who the wizard tried to give the powers to, but they but they weren't worthy of them. Okay. So he spends the next fucking like decades long, like he spends the next essentially like thirty years, like thirty to forty years. Tracking down people who'd been called by the wizard and weren't given the powers to try to figure out a way to get back to the Rock of Eternity and take what he thinks is rightfully his. That's awesome. That's actually a good tweak. Yeah, and it all works, like, well and interest and, like, is well thought out and stuff. And so he gets gets back to the uh, Rock of Eternity and becomes the champion of the seven deadly sins. Which you know gives him okay. power. Yeah, the seven deadly sins are kind of the the bigger the big bads of Shazam. Amongst the big bads. Yeah, amongst yeah. the big bads. Like they like they are the thing that the that the wizard is protecting the world from. And yes, yeah, so he comes back in. He just beats the shit out of the wizard. Gets this fucking magic bullshit in his eye that the, all the fucking uh, that all the sins live in. They can then just summon out, so they so the, so he's a, so he's essentially working as a vessel and champion of the, of the sins. Yay! 
and the sins are and the sins are like, hey, the wizard has chosen a champion. If he learns to use his powers properly, he'll be stronger than you. Kill him while he's weak. And then that is the fucking, and then that's the whole thing. He is there to beat the shit out of Billy before he gets too powerful and then take the powers for himself. So that he can be fucking awesome big dick magic man. Awesome big dick. And that is a motivation. That is an understandable motivation that makes sense for what we know of the character and isn't I'm going to fire a blue laser into the sky because fuck people. It ties him more directly to Billy, and so it makes it a much more of a direct conflict that essentially forces Billy into becoming the hero he's supposed to be. Which, that all works. Uh, And then on top of that, there's also the foster family stuff. Uh, the foster family, uh, that is the two foster parents and then the siblings. Uh, Freddie, Mary, Darla, Pedro, and Eugene. Don't they get all the powers of Shazam at some point? Like, isn't that a thing in the comics? In the comics, yes it is. Uh, yeah, in, in the New 52 stuff, actually, uh, they become the Marvel family. Essentially becoming the new Council of Wizards at the Rock of Eternity. And I guess I should also say spoilers. Because... For the comics or the movie? Both. Because, yeah, if you, if you read the comics, you know the movie. Oh, well. Yeah, but that is another thing I actually need to give fucking real props for. They did not give that shit away at all in any of the trailers. That's another thing I've heard. That, like, even if they showed the final boss confrontation, like, there was still a lot more to it. Yeah, because again, we're getting the spoilers now, and I will actually, I actually will, I, I now have in the show notes Shazam spoilers. Oh, I kind of want to take my headphones off just so that I don't hear them. You already, <laughs> you already gave them away. Oh, that's oh, okay. Then never mind. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fact that his fa- the fact that his foster family becomes the Marvel family is the thing. That's not really a. Sp- Spoiler, because the only people who would go see this would already know that. No, they wouldn't. Superhero movies are a big fucking dick, big fucking dick deal now. Yeah, but it's Shazam. Yeah, but also you don't go, you don't. People don't go see movies for heroes they've never heard of. Tell that to Iron Man, because when Iron Man came out, no one gave a dick about Iron Man. Yes, but they'd heard of him. I fucking he hadn't. Had several t- yes, they had. I hadn't. How did you? You're a comic. I know. I'm fully aware of this. Iron Man was not on my radar. I uh, I I need an adult. I am an adult. No, no, you're not. Yeah, fucking people. People will go see fucking. As many, many things have, as many fucking fucking ideas, like whatever, bullshit, people go see stupid shit. And Shazam is one of the dumber shits. Honestly, it's probably the smartest shit DC's taken in years, but... Oh, I'm fully aware of that. But as base concept, Shazam is the most comic book fucking thing that has been released in movies recently outside of the Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. And they're starting to go towards the movie angle, especially with the way they were at the the way, uh, the way. Uh, oh God, what's his name? 
main character. Star-Lord? Star-Lord, yes. Peter Quill? The the way he behaved in uh, fucking Infinity War. Oh my god, that pissed me off. <laughs> oh my god, that made me so angry. Because it's like, hey, I was the fun-loving, happy-go-lucky guy. And now I'm the edgy, angry guy who's going to kill the enemy without even thinking about how this could fuck our plan. Yeah, oh no, how dare he have an emotional response. It's not him having an emotional response. It's him having a fucking psychotic break. There's a difference. Yeah, you... That's his whole thing, man. His His entire character has been about him... Refusing to grow up and accept actual responsibility due to the death of people he loves. And then we're getting to the most fucking big moment and the newest person he loves is dead. And so he fucking lashes out. I disagree. I believe that his whole thing has been uh, like a kind of evasive nature. Just avoiding the responsibilities and troubles. Yes. But that wouldn't lead him to lashing out like that. That would lead him to closing off. To shutting down. And different takes. I, I, I think he's. I think that. Fi- like, yeah, it was a dumb moment in the in the thing, but it's understandable for what I know about for what I, I know, and I think I understand about Peter Quill from the previous movies. We both have different perspectives. Either one of us could be right. I'm sure a lot of people will agree with you. I'm not sure anybody will agree with me. Oh no, most people <laughs> will probably agree with you. Like when, like when, uh, when uh, fucking Infinity War came out, the thing was fucking Star Lord. How dare you, you piece of shit! You fucking dumbass. I knew something stupid like that had to happen because they were going to win in the first movie and <laughs> yeah. it was going to be a fucking two-parter. But fucking, hey. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, like, the trailers didn't give that shit away as the entire movie is building up just, hey, Billy, have a family. Like, accept them, and then, as he does, he then fucking gives them the powers of Shazam. And they're all, they're all fucking, they're all fun. They're all, they're all decent characters. Uh, they don't get a super whole lot to do, just because it's more, it's more focused on kind of, like, Billy's thing. Uh, but all of them are, like, good kids, and they seem to have, like, that, like, decent chemistry together, and I want to see where this goes. Like, I think a second one will benefit greatly from... I think I think this like these characters will benefit greatly from a sequel, because then they'll actually have time to properly develop as characters. From what I've heard, the movie's been a success a success so far, and if we know anything about DC, they certainly know how to ride those into the ground. Yeah, so look forward to I don't know Shazam and Aquaman two, and then nowhere else because Aquaman two fails. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you, the people at home are at all interested in seeing Shazam, I 100% recommend it. It is a fantastic movie. It has occasional little fucking hiccups of just like you know, there's like things not making a whole lot, like things not making like super sense or having like some more rushed elements. It is still overall an incredibly solid movie with a really great core cast, a great core concept. And there's a lot of really fun fucking Easter egg shit. Fucking Mr. Mind is in this goddamn movie. Holy shit. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. I have not thought about that character in, a, in an age and a half. Actually, fuck, uh, I think Annabelle is in this too. The fucking evil doll from The Conjuring. Isn't that Clarabelle? Nope, Annabelle. That's your southern charms. Take it back in. Nah, I gotta be Clarabelle. But no, Annabelle. Uh, David F. Sandberg, the director of this movie, he also directed Annabelle Creation. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Yeah, the second Annabelle prequel. And, yeah, she she isn't, like, a- the Annabelle doll is in the Rock of Eternity for a second. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is just fucking cool, man. This movie's great. <sighs> anyway, that's what I got. So, Caveman. Well, uh, when this week started off, I felt like watching shitty, shitty horror movies. So I uh, started going through some of my favorites, and I put on Jason X. Wait a minute, I thought you said shitty. Jason X is terrible. (laughs) It's a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. I love it, but it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, every Jason movie after, like, the third one is pretty shitty. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, Jason X. Jason goes to space. Yeah. That's not a joke. That's not, like, a People know, dude. Jason X is, like, almost 20 years old now. Oh, God. I'm old. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Made me depressed. Hey, come on. It's fine. So... The basic premise of Jason X is uh, Jason got captured and frozen. Yeah, after being blown up, sent to hell, and then revived by having his weird snake body. No, 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 no. Jason goes to hell arguably takes place after this because it ties in to Freddy versus Jason. Yes, but Freddy versus Jason takes place. Takes place after he was frozen. Because in the, in the movie, Fre- uh, Jason was frozen in 2000, I want to say, five? You're Googling it, aren't you? Yep. 2010. And I'm pr- and I'm, okay. And I'm pretty sure that, let me, let me Google, let me bring up uh, Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason was 2003. Oh, it was 2003? Okay, then never mind. It could totally take place. Yeah, also... What do you what do you mean what do you mean Freddy vs. Jason takes place after the space one? He this this is he goes to the future. No, no, no. I mean the, uh Freddy vs uh Freddy versus Jason would would make Jason X not count, not be not actually exist anymore. Because stupid shit. <laughs> Basically, if Freddy versus Jason took place after 2000 whatever, then it makes it impossible for Jason X to have taken place. Why? Jason survived that movie. Because he was cryogenically frozen before the movie took place. But this argument doesn't matter because yeah, Freddy first it Jason didn't happen. Did, yeah, Freddy first Jason's in 2003. I know that now. I was misremembering. I thought it was more recent than that. I'm old now. I feel depressed. <laughs> yes, he, yes, he was captured and was also being experimented on by director David Cronenberg. 
Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh God. So he gets frozen, and then our uh, our bodies for this movie show up, and <laughs> wow, it's it's certainly an interesting situation. Yes. Um, they come in the far off year of two thousand four hundred and fifty five. Oh. Uh, standard dystopian, oh, Earth sucks, uh, kind of situation. Earth got polluted, um, so they had to go to space. Uh, they go back to Earth for some reason, which I cannot remember again. Science. I'm tired. Uh, pick up Jason to study him. <laughs> Accidentally revive him. Distract him with a hologram of co- of two lesbian co-eds. Who he then beats to death before they can finally restrain him and, air quotes, kill him. Only then he gets, uh, like, injected with nanites, which turn him from Jason into Cyber Jason, (laughs) which is the coolest thing to come out of any slasher film. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. So the teenager thing actually happens after Cyber Jason is a thing. Oh, it does. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, like, like, I, like, from, like from what I'm remembering of it, like he he goes through killing all those people. There's like fucking stabs a bunch of dudes. They send they send up the fucking like death squad to go fucking deal with them. He kills them all. So then the nerd builds his fucking cyber fucking robot. Takes his, takes his fucking robot. Well, his 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 cyber girlfriend gets beheaded, so he builds her a new like even more badass body or something. She like She gets that. beheaded after the badass. Okay. Yeah, he 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 reprogram he reprograms her and rebuilds her to be a badass. She kills Jason, but in but in doing so, knocks him onto the fucking healing table. Which takes Jason's already stupid level of healing factor. Yeah. And just makes it so much worse for everyone. Yeah, for some reason these nanites which are designed to re- which are designed to like regrow and heal human tissue go, "Oh, this guy's missing his arm. Let's make him one out of metal." So they rebuild him as a half cyborg. He then goes in, beats the shit out of the fucking cyborg, cuts her head off, and throws it at the throws at her fucking boyfriend. Oh, uh, is this the one where like they defeat him by uh, blowing a hole or something? Uh, no. So the no, ship- no, that's a that's a different movie. Yeah. So the ship was going to explode. Yeah, they, 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 they and that's when they use the uh, coeds. Yeah, yeah, like, to distract as, him while they blow up the ship and escape. Yeah, that's that's all happening. Uh, they get in the skate pod and fucking go out. Uh, but as they are leaving, um, like as they're flying away, the fucking thing explodes, which propels Jason toward them through space. He's like, "I'm coming for you, motherfuckers!" But then one of the fucking like kill squad guys who'd managed to survive and like get outside and like a little spacesuit, essentially just like rockets into him, grabs him, and like. Fall like flies down, flies him down through the atmosphere of the Earth two that they were going to. Yeah, as, as and kids, it are, ends as kids implying, are just like it ends implying that Jason now haunts the lakes of Earth two. Yeah, as a so, cyborg, <laughs> as a cybernetic regenerating man who can heal from any wound anyway. So why does it fucking matter? Let's hope those cyborg parts are waterproof. <laughs> But yeah, if you like dumb horror sci-fi, if you like slasher movies, if you like and this movie 
is so tongue-in-cheek. Like, it knows what it is. And it's a, hey, hey, hold my beer. When other movies say, you can't do that. When Chucky said, you know what, I'm going to have kids. Jason handed him his beer and said, I can do you one better. And went to fucking space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie is glorious in every bad way. And it's so much fun to watch. It's not scary. If you are scared by this, I'm sorry for you. Because that means you're a pansy. Um, it's, it's such a fun romp. It's so glorious in its stupidity. Like, I, I actually cannot praise how bad this movie is enough. They're and they're they're making a new Chucky still. Like they're rebooting uh, Chucky. So on to pleasant memories. I remember when I was a kid. Uh, my aunt did not give a shit if it was rated X, uh, rated R. So long it, as it wasn't just a porno. So yeah, like, she would like, rent anything I wanted from the video store. And I had already seen Jason's 1 through 5. <laughs> and I saw Jason X on the on the shelf. And I'm like, there are 10 Jasons? I want to watch that. And she's like, fuck it. Takes it off the shelf. I think, she, I, think I also grabbed Freddy Krueger and like Gumby. That was my watch <laughs> list for that week. Jason, Freddy, like, and Gumby. The holy trinity yeah. of film. <laughs> no, I, I was a weird fucking kid. I loved Gumby. But no, like she grabs and is like, what the fuck? So long as your mom doesn't get mad. And I'm like, mom won't give a fuck so long as I'm not watching titties. <laughs> I don't think there were even any titties in that one. I don't remember. Uh, I think there were robo titties. Uh, who cares about robo titties? Where, where like she had her tits like out and her nipple fell off because it was a sticker. <laughs> This movie knew what it was. This movie knew exactly what it was, and it was like, if you're watching me, oh, no, you wait. know what you're in for. There were man titties. I don't care shit about man titties. Yeah, the yeah the professor that was leading the whole like was leading all the students. Uh, they he was he was borking one of the students, and in one of the scenes, he was wearing a negligee as she was sitting on top of him, twisting his nipples with tweezers. Yeah. So yeah, that was actually Jason how X, I first... fun for the family. That's how I first watched Jason X. That's how I was introduced to sexuality. And, and I remember like my, my brother was like, do we have to watch this? This is going to be dumb. And then like got so bored halfway through the movie when I was just getting into it. Like there is a definite, you have to be the type of person situation going on with horror movies. Yeah. Because my brother was just like, this is stupid. Why are you enjoying this? And I was just like, why are you not? This is brilliant. Yeah, your this is cinema at its finest. Yeah, your brother sounds like a fucking nerd. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> I bet he watches but real he's... movies. Uh, I don't think he watches movies at all. I don't think he watches television anymore. Oh, that fucking nerd. Let me guess. I bet he has a good paying job. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get that right. <laughs> he's trying. Um... So next, I want to move on to uh, something a little bit more uh, highbrow in how lowbrow it is. So, I've, I've been going through an interesting series, in my opinion. 
So it was a book, and then it was a TV miniseries, and then it was a two-part movie series. Maybe three-part. I don't know if they're going to try and milk this too much. It's going to be Infinity Part. Guess what? We're getting a new Dark Tower in 2027. I'm talking about Stephen King's It. Get ready, but we're going to have a movie about the origin of the fucking turtle. I'd actually like that. <laughs> like, no, don't get me wrong. Stephen King is a great writer, but he was doing the interconnected universe before anybody even knew what the fuck that was, and it gets so goddamn confusing. He was on cocaine. Like, The Shining and It are connected, and they're connected to the Tommyknockers, and it's connected... I think it's even connected to the fucking Langoliers. Everything is connected, dude. It's just so fucking... And, like... I'm, I'm trying. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure fucking Pennywise shows up in the Dark Tower at some point. Uh, a creature like Pennywise shows up. Basically, a creature of the same species as Pennywise. Yeah, the same um, otherworldly eldritch horror that is in a fucking death match with the little turtle. Yeah, and I know this isn't the books podcast. I'm pretty sure we don't have one of those because even we're not that nerdy. Someone did. Someone did. I think uh, like pitch one of those along t- alongside like a movie, alongside like a movie's music podcast. Uh, but then they left to go like move to Korea or whatever. Okay. Fucking nerd out there living a fucking exotic life with fucking family and friends like a fucking loser. Um. Now I am I am not very far in the book. I'm about five, six pages in, and I am already seeing glaring issues with the modern version. And that glaring issue is in Pennywise. He's just scary. He's not funny or charming or he's just a fucking horror show in the book Stephen King describes him as a cross between Bozo the Clown and Clarabelle from Howdy Doody and there is no world in which that like the clown from the new it movie is in any way Bozo and Howdy Doody. Bozo was a horrifying clown that terrorized my childhood. But that was because he was a clown. And I don't like clowns. I would have to... I have to give the point for accuracy on at least the clown to the TV miniseries. Because I could see the TV miniseries, Tim Curry's... Uh, uh, what was his name? Pennywise. Pennywise. I could see his Pennywise being a fusion of Bozo the Clown and Clarabelle. But no way in ha- Or maybe a little in the face. Do you mean Annabelle or? No, Clarabelle from Howdy Doody. Ah, okay. Like, that's how, that's how, uh, Pennywise is described in the book. Uh, the little brother, uh, describes Pennywise in the fucking movie is just creepy. Which actually, hilariously enough, makes him less scary to me. <laughs> I, I actually have, I believe it's called colorophobia, 
or chlorophobia. The fear of clowns. It's to much a less, it's a much lesser degree now than when I was a kid. And the It miniseries actually is what gave me this fear of clowns. Okay, then. But. Yeah, I, th- I think I was the same way. Like, I th- I saw, I saw, like, 30 seconds of this fucking thing back when I was a kid at, a, like, a buddy's house. Mm-hmm. I. Pennywise yeah, got I, you. Yeah, I didn't want to shit for, like, three months. It was like I, if, if I sit in this fucking if I sit on this goddamn fucking toilet, that clown's gonna fucking stab me in the butthole. Now there is a flip side to this. While they got Pennywise wrong, I think that the uh, t- the TV miniseries was sorely lacking on the kid side of thing. Most, if not all, of what we got about the kids was flashbacks, and we didn't get all of their stories. We didn't get all of the personality. We didn't get all of the interaction. And that's a major loss because that is a huge part of the book. I think it's like half of the book that we get with just the kids. We don't get the adults. We don't get to see them dead. And it, it hurts the miniseries because you don't build as much of a connection. You don't build as strong of a bond with the characters which is weird because you have longer with them yeah you have more episodes as far as i can tell oh no wait it's only about three hours and 12 minutes so we're actually going to wind up with more uh time with the uh movies if it's a two-parter it it is yeah i'm assuming it's gonna be a three-parter because the first one made a lot of money. <laughs> and I don't have any faith in uh and I don't have any faith faith in Hollywood. <laughs> That's 100% fair. Now, like I feel like I have to say this. That's not decrying the TV miniseries. That we don't get as much of a bond with these. Because I feel like the TV miniseries was going for more of a... Just a straight up horror instead of telling the full story. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It... It's... It was just trying to scare you a lot of, t- of, a lot of the time. But... Pennywise wasn't wasn't like he he wasn't designed to be scary, and that's what made him scary. Like I could totally see Tim Curry's Pennywise at a birthday party. Yeah, it would have scared the shit out of me, but I could totally see it. Now, oh god, what was the name of the actor who played Bill Skarsgård? In- Bill Bill Skarsgård leans way more into the like monster side of things than the clown side of things. Uh, he really does, and I think the uh, directors and designers leaned way more into the monster side of things this time. Because, in some ways, it's the makeup, it's the costume, because it... 
the very first scene we get with it, when he's in the sewers and we can't see much of him, I actually could buy Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, like, luring a child down. Hey, hey Georgie! I could it's, not. That fucking thing. He's creepy, but he still looks like a clown to me. But when we get the whole design, the only times I could ever buy it being funnier when it's trying to be scary. And that's the other thing. When he's trying to intimidate and scare, I'm just like, okay, hi, how you doing? Tim Curry scared me just by being in the scene. <clears throat> Even the stop motion, the terrible stop motion of him going down the sewer line was creepy. It was intimidating because this was a figure you're supposed to find entertaining and humorous. And instead, he's just lingering, staring, intimidating. Yeah, I never got that. Like, uh, like for me, for me, like going back and looking at old Tim Curry stuff and old like it stuff. Like when I was a kid, yeah, it scared me because I was a bitch. But I have since grown up, gotten more used to horror movies, gotten more used to horror language in film and stuff. And looking at it, it doesn't scare me at all. It doesn't scare me because I'm an adult. But no, no, like, like even, like even on, even on just like a base level of, hey, this is creepy. It doesn't really get that. Like there are some moments where. Where, like, oh, that is a decent shot or something. Or, like, a decent actual scare right there. But a lot of it is just, hey, here's Tim Curry. Why? And so, I'll give and you so, that. Like, and, and so, like, having that having that try to be, like, an actual intimidating presence beyond just the, beyond just, like, the physical and the vocal part of Tim Curry. Like, all the clown shit just undercut that so much that I didn't actually find any of it really that scary. With the Bill Skarsgård stuff... There was one scene in particular with the, uh, the with the uh, movie that really got to me. That actually made me go fuck. Okay, and it was when he leaps out of the projector. Okay, because it's a giant fucking clown in a claustrophobic space, slowly filling that space, trying to kill them. That actually got to me. Yeah, the thing that uh. Like uh, there, there were two moments in that movie that really like in the movie that really stand out to me as as like some decent actual like creepy visual material stuff. Um, one of them is the fridge. Like like they're going, they're going through that house and they open up the fridge and there is Pennywise in there and as his body just like slowly rotates out of it and just fucking like cracks back into place. You see, you hear all like the bones and like the fucking muscle tissue just popping and ripping as it just pulls back into place. That was that was yeah, neat. That- and like, and like the follow, that, and like the follow to that as he is just like walking toward the kid, and like being a lot more theatrical about it, like that felt more like a clown horror thing than a lot of the other stuff. And then the last one was, uh, and another one was with like the fucking bolt gun and the, on a uh, Georgie. Just, just like not so much like from a horror thing, but it says from like an emotional horror thing. You're talking about uh, when he was holding uh, Georgie's corpse up? No. I'm talking about when Pennywise turned into Georgie. And I was like, I'm cold. I want to go home. So then Bill pulls up the fucking bolt gun and shoots him in the head. Mm. As, as the body then just falls down with the bullet hole in his head. It just starts violently shaking as it just slowly morphs into Pennywise. 
See, none of the none of the horror scenes really got to me in the modern it. I know, like it was it wasn't so much a matter of get to me so much as a matter of that is decent imagery. And and like specifically, uh, like specifically the Georgie thing works in the context of it's happening to like Bill is the one doing it. So seeing that shit was it was a bit more of a harrowing experience for the character, and so I kind of like was empathetic toward that. But a lot of yeah. the and oh yeah, oh, yeah actually another thing uh, the fucking uh, librarian. Oh yeah, the librarian. There's a small little very subtle thing in a not subtle movie that worked incredibly well. And that was an, that was that was like again, I loved this movie. I want to see the next one. I currently think the miniseries did it better, but only because the miniseries has gotten the full story out. In total, like I have to give the miniseries the credit here because they got the full story out in basically one sitting. It once I see the t- once I once I see the movies uh, ending. Then I'm probably gonna change my fucking tune. But the movie doesn't really get the atmosphere right for me. Yeah, I'm just because it's not it. I feel like it is supposed to be this slow encroaching force that you can never really beat. Uh-huh. And what I got from the movie was. Freaky camera rushing everywhere, trying to kill as many people as possible in like 10 seconds. It just felt very rushed. Ah. And I don't feel like it... From what I've read, from what I've read outside of the book, from what I've seen from the movies, from the research that I've done, it doesn't have a reason to rush. Now, I might learn more. I might find out that, oh, yes, it does have a reason to rush. It needs to kill X many kids before one shows up that can actually perform the ritual of Chud. But I don't feel like it really has a reason to be sprinting everywhere trying to get as many corpses as it can. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, one of the things I'm kind of interested in or, I guess, worried about or just kind of curious how they actually end up doing it is what they're going to be doing with Mike once they get into the second movie because, like, they essentially took all the stuff that was Mike and gave it to Ben. Who knows? Like, like from what I understand, from what I, I feel like it's based on what you said, it's probably this way in the book, too, but Mike is the guy who, like, knows the history of the town and brings that up to like hey everybody this fucking clown's been around for fucking ever uh yeah um i i genuinely don't know yeah and so um, that until so that until so him becoming like him deciding to stay in the town and becoming like a town librarian that makes more sense because he already has that pre-built in history pre-built in fucking knowledge of like you know pre-baked in he is nerd shit history and fucking stuff so him being a librarian makes sense but but in the in the in the movie, his thing was, I brought the gun. That's about it. That was that was his role in the movie was was Hey, I have this fucking bolt gun. Can I come? 
Meanwhile, Ben, who already had a storyline of, like, the fucking Bev shit, was then also given the history shit. Well, yeah, you 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 don't want to you don't want to crowd up the other people's storylines that were hijacking. <laughs> That's what they did, though. They, exactly. They, what <laughs> they? No, I'm saying like they like they didn't want to give him the Bev storyline anymore, probably because he's not the physically attractive one. But he still so, has the Bev storyline. He's still in the Bev. I know. But they're. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, In all honesty, they might just forget that they made Ben a history nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is, this, is, this is Hollywood. I do have to say state that. This is Hollywood. This is something that Hollywood does. They just make changes and they're like, you know, it doesn't work for us anymore. We're just going to ignore that change we made. Yeah, and then it's like, oh yeah, after Ben fell off history, I, I really got into it. It was like, it was cool. It was kind of cool, like reading up on this stuff. Yeah, I did all this research. None of you talk to me anymore because, well, I was the black kid. You guys were the white kids. Without a monster, there was no real reason for you to not be racists. But <laughs> yeah, and oh, they're man. and Isaiah Mustafa is gonna be playing him in the gonna be playing Mike in the next movie. For those who don't know, he's the Old Spice guy. Oh. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, so it so hello ladies. Like that guy is the town librarian. <laughs> Sexiest town librarian alive. Yeah, just kind of like flipping the script on the idea of the sexy librarian. Like, oh, you thought it was a woman. <laughs> nah, it's this fucking jacked black guy. Do you know how many book clubs I've unintentionally started? Hello, ladies. Can I help you read something on the top shelf? No, the bottom one. All right, then. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be wonderful. Just walking through that library, you just see a bunch of, like, caution wet floor signs. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Um... <laughs> uh, this there is something that I actually feel like I should do that I've kind of glazed over, and that's just give a quick like what the story is. Um, I will probably be spoiling the end of the second movie because uh, it's probably gonna probably gonna be the ending of the miniseries in the book, dude. It's fucking been, <laughs> it's been it's been out for like fucking thirty years. Um, but uh, so first movie the gang gets all gathered up they uh beat uh they beat off it uh managed to uh, yeah, drive it, it back <laughs> managed to drive <clears throat> it back into its deepest hollow um and then they go their separate ways which is weird to me like just just let me i'm gonna comment on this you go through that kind of trauma with people you don't really split up <laughs> Yeah, just, like, yeah, just we went through this harrowing ordeal together. They brought us closer together than ever. Later, nerds. Like, you don't Scooby-Doo that shit right <laughs> after defeating the monster. Let's see who Pennywise was. Rips off the mask. Oh, God. It's like, it's like, and it's like, old man deadlights. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> but no, they go their separate ways, do their own things, and X number of years go by, and, um, well, Pennywise is back, and because they made that stupid promise about being responsible for killing him, they all have to return back to town, where I think, like, two of them, or three of them die... Some of them die. Yeah, I know like, that. I know that. Uh, suicide the, the I know that. Like series. the. This is the only real like fucking characteristic I remember the guy, but the Jewish kid. I think he, I think he kills himself before he before like once he gets the call. Yeah, and I know the uh, guy with Munchausen's by proxy, uh, like gets eaten or something. Yeah, yeah, he like pulls out his hair. This is battery acid, you slime, and then he gets eaten. Mmm, battery acid. Just like Mama used to make in the Good void. Seasoning. Um, and then they kill it again, and this time it actually stays dead. Um, and some weird shit happens, like getting in contact with a cosmic space turtle, and using the Shining to transmit each other's willpower around in order to help each other survive attacks, and... Yep. I'll praise the power of the Dirtle Turtle. Uh, the ritual of Chud. Yeah, fucking... yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to reading that part. That fucking name. Because that wasn't in the miniseries, and I have no idea what that is, really. I'm very curious. It's a ritual about Chud. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Oh, that movie. <laughs> yeah. Remember Chud? Remember fucking... God damn it. What the fuck is this thing, man? What? This is... This is... Chud? No, no, not, not like it. Like, it should have a fucking, like, co-author credit for cocaine. <laughs> it's just like, like, fuck, this is... Stephen King... Oh, I don't even fucking know how to make this goddamn joke, but good God, this motherfucker. The book is a thousand pages. I actually have it right next to me. I can give you the exact number. One goddamn book should not be a thousand fucking pages. It's just goddamn ludicrous. Um... It is 1,153 pages. <laughs> that is idiotic. 1,153. <sighs> yeah. Before it, the longest book I had ever read was the, like, fifth Harry Potter book, which is at 750 pages. And I thought that was a big book. <sighs> that fucking turtle. Anyway. But yeah, so that's really else? all I want to talk about so far uh, for this. Uh, I guess it retrospective. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to be like professional sounding. Oh, um, 
Um, Good God. I will probably have finished it by the next time we record, so I will be able to compare the book directly to the miniseries and shit all over the miniseries, because it probably won't be as good as the book. Um, But yeah, that's really all I have to say. <laughs> all right, then. That's what we're watching, then. On to fucking... That's the first up. Uh, going back to shitting on Titans. Batman is going to be in the second season of Titans. Like, for realsies. They're making a second season of Titans? They are. I'm appalled. As am I. Not shocked. Just appalled. As am I. Uh, But yeah, so uh, they... In the first season, despite constantly talking about Batman and Bruce Wayne, and then actually showing Batman on screen, they had never actually cast anyone as Batman. Seriously? Yep. Oh, God. Despite the final episode of this fucking season having Batman in it, where he holds a where he holds a fucking Mr. Freeze freeze gun in front of his dick and shoots Starfire in the face with it. Uh, I've got a headache. They never cast anyone, but now they have. And so in the second season, uh, Bruce Wayne will be played by Ian Glenn, uh, also known as the friend zone meme from Game of Thrones. Sir Jorah Mormont. So that's happening. I... I'm going to end up watching the second season of Titans. I'm going to end up forcing Birdie and Nico to watch the second season of Titans with me. But, yeah, fuck. I. Why is Titans still a thing? All right, look. Uh, in order to save Birdie a little bit, so long as I'm able to, uh, you know, get my hands on it, I'll do it too. <laughs> It's cool. We already got Birdie and Nico on there. Yeah, but I feel like Birdie needs someone in person he commiserates. (laughs) He can commiserate with. (laughs) So you would would come to me like, I will suffer for his friend. So me, Nico, and Birdie. So me, Nico, and Birdie will do the commentary tracks. Then you and Birdie will do a post-mortem where you just get drunk and cry. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take it. That's just content right there. Yeah, so that's happening at some point. I don't know. Titans is this weird, massive fucking, like, black stain on the DC Universe app. Because despite me shitting on it constantly, like, with the access to the comics that it gives you, the access to the animated material that it gives you, the access to and the access to fucking Young Justice season three and the Doom Patrol, and given the price point, I think it's like eight bucks. Is it a flat fee or is it monthly? Monthly, and that's where I draw the line. Yeah, of course. But like, like for that stuff, and given like the thing, the thing that will like pretty much like doom the DC Universe app in my eyes is going forward, what the quality of the other shows are going to be. Because if they are Doom Patrol levels of good, I could, I think, safely recommend this app as like a thing for people to check out. Uh, But if they are Titans level, and Doom Patrol is somehow the only one that makes it out unscathed, then even even with how much I love Doom Patrol, that app is fucking doomed. And I don't really get it. 
I don't really, I don't get it for a couple reasons. One, because I in Canada I can't get it, but I'm Tish. Uh, and the other one is just I right now it is not really worth it. Like Doom Patrol is great. Doom Patrol is a fantastic show. It doesn't really justify the existence of the app. So it will just so it'll need to see going forward how the follow up shows do. I came out of step away for a second, so I don't really. So I'm just kind of vanting for time because I got new because I got a last thing of news to talk about before wrapping up the show. Very short show this week. But yeah, I just gotta wait for that then for him to come back so we can talk about that. Back. You there? God damn it. Uh, anyway, uh stop talking about stuff talking about stuff talking about. Uh how about my vagina? Okay, fuck, you're back. Okay. <laughs> so, news. We have last piece of news before we're moving on to other stuff. Uh, so, Star Wars is still happening. We got the new Star Wars stuff. Unless they release a new D20-based uh, RPG system, I don't care. They have not. They've released a teaser in the title for Episode 9. Don't care. Some people fucking do, apparently. Now, I do have to state this. I'm pretty sure I've made this clear in previous podcasts. I am a giant Star Wars nerd. But Disney has screwed the pooch for me. They made a lot of the interesting parts of Star Wars, which are not the original trilogy or the prequels, non-canon. And the movies they've been releasing have not been good enough to fill that void. Yeah, where's where's all my where's all the love for Luke? Luke Skywalker's evil twin clone. Is that a thing? Yes, there is an evil version of Luke Skywalker called Luke with two U's. I have to look this up. <laughs> that 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 is a real thing. But anyway, so we got the last the as big of air quotes as you can possibly conceive of, last of this story of Star Wars, uh, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Isn't he dead? Yeah. But as it says in the trailer, no one ever really dies. Just like Star Wars never really dies. As long as there are companies around, they will keep fucking... They'll keep, like, reanimator this shit, just inject it with that fucking goop and make it a weird fucking mewling puppet. Also, for some reason, this trailer ends with a with Mark Hamill doing a almost Joker laugh. Oh, God, he's going to be evil. No, he's he's dead. It's so the he's rise be, of Skywalker. So he could be a Star someone's Wars ghost. To, no, someone's going to find a way to resurrect him. And make him evil. That's what's going to happen. Or, like, techni- like technically, uh, Kylo Ren is a Skywalker. No, he's not. He's a solo. And his mom is a. And his mom is the last surviving Skywalker. Isn't she dead? 
Uh, her actress is. The character isn't. Oh, fuck Nuggets. That's going to get confusing. No. Yep. And Leia is in the movie. No! We see her in the trailer. So, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace, ever f- hiring a new actor. Yeah. Speaking of hiring new actors, they also brought back Billy D. Williams. Yep, in the trailer, we see old-ass Lando hanging out in the fucking cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Despite at the end of the last movie implying that Ray will take over as the Millennium pa- Falcon's owner. You know, I never even saw that movie in full. Yeah, I don't. Because I was it's... so annoyed by just, like, some of the trailers that I was just like, I'll catch bits and pieces. It's not worth my money. Yeah, don't bother. It's just kind of... This movie also still just looks kind of... Then again, I felt that about pretty much every Star Wars movie since episode one. I liked I liked seven. I actually enjoyed seven. Yeah, th- like going into it, I was like, coming out of it, it's like that was an all that was a pretty all right, really big budget fan remake of the la- of fucking episode four. Because <laughs> I mean, we got because I mean, we got the fucking force guy. We got the we got the we got the rebel person, and then we got the prettiest force user in Finn. Just like Leia. The prettiest force user. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Fuck this. Star Wars is Star Wars is dead. Long live Star Wars. They really just need to stop focusing on that one point in the timeline. They really need to just Give us the first Jedi and Sith to clash. That would be interesting. Give us a point further in the future. Where we can see, like, like, I don't know, something fucking other than the Skywalkers. No, you know what would be interesting? If they let Star Wars die and make something new. Here's the thing. What do you think, Kitty? Here's you the thing. Star Wars should die? Here's the thing. If they let Star Wars, if they had, if they had have let Star Wars die, the expanded universe would still be around. Yeah. Because since nobody fucking cared about it, because they were because they were a bunch of movies that came there were a bunch of movies that came out. Three of them, two of them were fucking great. One of them was pretty all right. Three of them were dog shit. I, mm, I disagree with that assessment. Okay, just slightly. Um, I think three of them were all right. One of them was okay, and two of them were absolute dog shit. Okay then. But yeah, just just you had those three movies. That was fine. Then they made more. Those weren't. Then everyone else was like, then everyone else was like, yeah, let's just let's just take this. And then Disney was like, no. We are going to own everything. So fuck you. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker coming out fucking December. Who, I I I'm gonna end up fucking seeing it. We're probably both gonna end up seeing it. <sighs> We're probably both gonna end up seeing it. So that does it for news. New releases wise this week, uh, we got some weird shit. So there's that new Hellboy movie. 
which is currently which is currently rocking a big old hard thirteen on Rotten Tomatoes. Fucking gas! Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. This is from everything that I have heard. This movie is dog shit. God damn it! And then we also have a new movie from Leica. Ooh. Yeah, Missing Link. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that was a Leica movie. Yeah, I didn't know it was a Leica movie. The only thing, I, the only thing I've actually seen f- of this movie being advertised is banner ads on Amazon. I've seen like three trailers, all of which are basically the same trailer with slight differences. And all of which bore me to tears. <laughs> yeah, the... like I know I'm known for. I, I know I know I know I make a few over exaggerated jokes every once in a while. This movie looks fucking boring. Well, alrighty then. Which is weird, because Leica usually does really interesting shit. Yeah. And it's got a solid cast of people in it. It might be the greatest thing since sliced bread, but it looks fucking boring to me. I guess we'll find out. And also, out this week, uh, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. The latest Terry Gilliam movie. That apparently he's been, quote-unquote, trying to make for 25 years. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's Terry it's Terry Gildams. He was he was in the Manny Pothin. Woo. And then next week, it's fucking nothing. You gotta love how much fucks we cannot conjure for some of the stuff we talk <laughs> about. Like we could never be impartial. Oh God, no! <laughs> like, like There's we a- would just be sitting there, like, and the newest thing from fucking oh God, what's his name? The guy who did the Transformers movies from fucking Michael Bay. Oh, he's redoing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again. What fun! Who's ready for the newest Michael Bay? It's gonna be. We got the jackass playing the Leonardo. He's gonna fucking kick himself in the dick with the skateboard. Calabunger. <laughs> I don't even know anymore, man. Hey, you guys hear about that new Uva Bowl movie? Oh, we got <laughs> we got a new trailer for it, chapter two. This time the adults are going up against the spooker walker clown. It's the scariest clown you've never seen. <laughs> Who's ready for the new vampire boy to put on the clown makeup and go ooga booga? <laughs> we would be the most impartial. I was wrong. Dude, there is a reason that people have not paid us to talk about movies. There are many reasons. This is but one of them. <sighs> what? Because we're honest? Honesty in the news, people. No, because we're apathetic. We'll tell you when it's garbage. Because we're largely apathetic. Baby, we got the new shit coming out. It's the new. It's the newest. Ter- it's the newest Terrence Killerum. 
Y'all remember, y'all remember the Monty Python where the foot goes... Yeah, but if we watched it, we'd be either passionately against it, passionately forward, or passionately neutral. <laughs> I care so much about how little I care about this movie. You've got to believe me, guys. It's just eh. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, that's going to do it for this week. <laughs> Hope you guys had a wonderful time. We'll be back. Listening to our nonsense. We'll be back in two weeks. More of this shit. Hopefully we've watched more by then. Until then, though, I'm dead. I'll have watched more It. We will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time. <laughs>